Welcome to the 49th edition. Woohoo! One morning I'm going home and going to bed. It's older than me. Barely. <laughs> I don't know if it's older than Ivy. It's not, but it's close. <laughs> it's a push. It's a push. Dustin Barter here, Josh Jones, recording this episode on Wednesday, December the 4th. And what are we drinking tonight? We are drinking seven and sevens we for are. a multitude of reasons. Yeah. Do you want to uh, list them all here or do you want to? Well, you want me to do it or no, how you want to do it, this? It was here? your idea. Well, I, I, first I suggested seven and sevens because the basketball team is seven and zero. Yep. And uh, the football team lost seven games, mm-hmm. but could have won seven games. Right. And then you brought up the fact that this is our 49th episode, and seven times seven is 49. So it just worked out. <laughs> it was just meant to be. It was meant to be. That's the way I see it. If you take what's the 12 four, take one two and four, one two and four, add those up. No, I mean, you get seven. That. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Sevens are wild. <laughs> so there it is. Lottery night, go play some, play yeah, some we'll sevens. Should. Well, it depends on how much of this we drink, whether or not we should go <laughs> make our way into the convenience store. I've been at a seven and seven in a long time. It's pretty good. Well, you can't say that anymore now, can you? Nope. You yeah. just, just had a little sip there. There you go. Yep. There you go. All right, so we had, uh, of course, last week was Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Did we get Thanksgiving? Did. Did that. Uh, Filled up because we had twelve thirty dinner at Teresa's and Tony's, and we had uh, four o'clock dinner at Dad and Lily's. So I remember those days. <laughs> I, I I ate the last of the leftovers uh, Monday. Did you? Wow, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. you made it that long. <laughs> well, we had so much of it. We had leftovers from both both houses. Yeah. So and Dad's still, you know, she's a vegetarian, so I had between me and Isaac, we'd all we could do eat all the ham. And Evelyn, Evelyn loves ham. Ham's good. Holy cow. It was crazy. Ham is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did we did Wednesday night, and then uh, of course I had leftovers Thursday and Friday. Mm-hmm. So it was good. Yeah, it was good. It, it was. was good. It was. It was feeling. I was exhausted come Thursday evening. I mean, just plain exhausted. Because Tash got up early and made bread. She made bread for all the the houses, and she made like three different loaves of bread. Oh wow. Oh yeah, and they were delicious too, man. Homemade bread is just a way to go. I'm telling you. But, nice. Yeah. So, so she was up early, so I was up early, so. It, I was exhausted by the time the day was over. Yeah. It's a long, it's a taxing day. Mm-hmm. It's a taxing it day. It is. It is. Good, though. So it was good want, preparation for Friday's game. Friday's game was good. So, we'll, I think we'll we'll put a bow on football first. Yeah. You want to tell your traffic story first? Oh, God, man. The day on Thanksgiving break. So, Isaac went to go stay with his dad. Uh, we, he, and his dad came and got him. His dad came and got him at, I think it was Tuesday night. It was technically Wednesday morning. He got there about twelve thirty, because he had she come from Tennessee and they're going to his his Isaac's grandma and Pepe's. So he came and got him from the house. But he was supposed to be there at like eleven. He didn't not be there like twelve fifteen. So you know, so that was late to begin with. Well, so on the way back, we told him we'd meet him in Whitfield, save him having to come up. You know, on eighty one. That was a mistake, because holy cow, we left at twelve thirty to get to Whitfield. It takes an hour and a half to get to Whitfield. We got there at like 2.45. We got home at 6.30 because they got stuck in traffic at 81. They didn't get there until 4. Oh, shit. Oh, God, it was awful. <laughs> it was just plain awful. It was so frustrating. Uh, uh, you know, I actually have a lot of patience. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I about lost my mind. We got to the first toll in Beckley. The very first toll road at Beckley, and there was already six cars deep on everything. Yeah. I was like, this is not good. 
This is this is a bad well, sign. It's a harbinger of doom. Yeah, and it, and there's really no way to take the shortcut. And the, the GPS said the shortcut wasn't gonna be any faster, so I just got to kind of set in it. Says so it miserable. It's just a miserable experience. Yep. I hate, I hated every bit of it. Holiday weekend. Had to listen to the WVU game. Didn't get to watch any of it. Because we were hoping, at first we were supposed to be at noon, I was going to be back by 2 to watch it. But, nope, that ended up being the case. Nope, nope, I don't, you'll have that, you'll have that. What was funny is, once they found out that, once we found out that they were going to be here till 4, we went and ate at a little restaurant, um, uh, it was called uh, Seven Seven Dogs Brew Pub, or something like that. And, because uh, it, it was the only place I found, it was like kind of a sports board in Withville, because I was hoping to catch the game. I was like, so they tried to find it, they couldn't find it. So I sit there at my table and listen to the game on my phone. I don't <laughs> Jess, like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> You're dedicated. That's There's nothing wrong with you. That's beautiful. What's wrong with her for asking her what's wrong with you? Yeah, I was like, do you find it okay? I was like, I'm listening to it on my phone. He mm. said, all right, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't imagine AT&T Sportsnet's a popular network. In no, no, with Virginia. No. I thought there might be an outside chance they yeah. had some sort of sports package, but they didn't. No. They had a 1,000 TVs, and they don't even have the NFL package. They were just playing the, the Fox and the CBS games. So it was like, the it was Washington. Game? Yeah, it was Washington and Carolina and Cincinnati and whoever they played. That was the only that was the only games on. I was like, "Are you kidding me? All these TVs are only really two football games on the entire place." They played the Jets. <laughs> the, Jets the Jets, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> like, good, times. Oh, yeah good, good times. Good times. I would love to see you in it. <clears throat> no, I have my fill of traffic. I don't do well in it. <laughs> me and traffic have come to an understanding. <laughs> we know where I stand. <laughs> know where I stand. So, uh, well, you want to jump into football? Yeah, yeah. We should mention that Bill came up Bill. and watched the game with us, so it was nice. Watched yeah. it over the house. Bill and Fess. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Good. Had a little uh, incident, middle of the middle of the game. Right in the middle of the game, a freaking inferno. Apparently, I saw the fire truck come up the highway, and I thought, well, I think it's turning in our direction. And then next thing you know, Fessy goes, what is going on? And you can see the big orange in the window. And literally, a house over, street over, and was completely on fire. It was a quick inferno. Apparently it took him a while to get it out. Yeah, well, it's because I'm sure there was a lot of chemicals in there because that guy's a known drug dealer. But there was no power on the house. He told Josh, our neighbor, that he was just trying to stay warm. Oh, by blowing guess, the house up? I guess burning the place yeah. on fire. So hell, let's the two sticks together. I'm going to set this bitch on fire. <laughs> just to be sure I'm fully warm. I was like, what is going on? It's funny, though. We all went up there. We checked out the fire for a second. Then me and you and Bill went back to the couch yeah, to watch the game. Nothing to see here. We let, we let the fire up the tank. It appears the FD has everything under control. So we're good. <laughs> Do you see where it was listed as a suspicious yeah, fire? Yeah, definitely yeah, suspicious. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely suspicious. But, uh, yeah, so we ended the season with a W. Yeah. Which was good. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, I was listening to three guys for the game today and. uh Everybody should really give Vic Coning uh, some sort of Christmas present, yeah. send him a thank you note. He's a hell of a coach. I'll man. tell you. He's a hell and, of a coach. And I like what they said, too. The defense was just like the offense. There was never – every day, game was different. We did something different in every game. We we adjusted to whatever the other guys do. do. We weren't – we couldn't – you couldn't scout us very well Mm-mm. on our defense because we, we would change. Which yeah, I think is, is pretty good. And part of that was because we kept losing bodies, so we need yeah, somebody else to plug in and do something. That is an absolute fact. So we started off the bat with uh, the pick by Tyke Smith, which I think was generated by the hit from Sean Mahone. Yep. And then we Ready went down game. through the pass to Letty Brown, jumped out seven to nothing, which was good. 
And uh, then, of course, they came back and answered, which I wasn't surprised there. Daggy kind of came back down to earth. Yeah, I think a little bit. I think yeah. a little bit of that game. He he way underthrew some balls. Um, then, then I think in the second half, he overcomes and overthrew one. That would have been a touchdown. Um, he had three picks, but and he got drilled several times. He got drilled. But well, he, he hung in there. He did. He did. I think a whole team hung in there. They and, did. And that's what I liked about this team. And I think we said this, I think we said this last few weeks. A whole team would have given up by now. Oh, that doubt. It would have been, it'd have been, it'd been over. Nobody would have cared. This team played hard all the way through the end. And like you mentioned earlier, one thing Hogerson's teams never seemed to do was adjust. Right. And we adjusted. That's exactly right. With what we had to work with. Right. With, with was really a bare minimum. We, yeah. that's a, I don't think people fully appreciate how many freshmen we played, particularly on defense. Yeah. And, and we're able to hold our own. And the defense played great in this game. No, I mean, I mean the offense we had, I mean, Daggy had three interceptions. Uh, all on, I think, passes over 15, 20 yards. Yeah. I think all his picks were. Um, but he hung in there and then, of course, threw the – through the game winner to Esdale. Of course, we got helped out on that last drive with a couple penalties yeah, by TCU, which was kind of surprising from a Gary Patterson coach team, especially with them playing for their bowl, the bowl, game. bowl lives. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We kicked, we knocked them out of a bowl game. Yeah. I mean, we and usually had, the team who, who wants it more wins it, but that just shows that we wanted it more. We did. I mean, we, we still, of course, has been the case all year, we still can't run. I mean, we only had 86 yards. Yeah. I thought Brown and – and McCoy did did what they could with what they had to work we with. We had our longest run of the season. A 36-yard run was our longest run of the season. Yeah. That's crazy. We only had 244 yards in the whole game. And, mm-hmm. sti- and still, still won. won. Which, again, okay. tells you how good the defense exactly. is. Exactly. What do we held them to? 285, something like that? Yeah, it was – it was yeah, it wasn't, yeah. wasn't a lot. No. It wasn't a lot. But, uh, but, yeah, it was good. I mean, I was – I mean, I hated – you hated to see us – be so close against Oklahoma State the week before because you kind of think what could have been because if we put together yeah. that game, then of course we're, you know, we're playing in a bowl game now. But but well, I, we, we've got momentum and, and you can see the the locker room after the game and, and listen to some of the interviews and and even I was impressed with some of the seniors that are leaving, some of the things they had to say talking about how you know Coach Brown's been talking about how they they're not going to see it this year. But they're going to have an impact on this program over the next four, right. five, six years. Absolutely. Which was encouraging to see. Yeah. Uh, what was not encouraging to see was, was did you see that deal with Kendall leaving the field early? Yeah, he left, yeah. He, it, uh, so what is rumored, I don't think they actually never really confirmed it, but he was the first one off the field and then come back out to celebrate. He was, and, I, and, and they sent out, and Alex Hickey, he wrote an article the week before, winning chips, in, which I didn't like. He writes for Metro News. Yeah. Uh, talking about Oklahoma State's dominance against us, and I'm sitting there thinking, man, we had a new coaching staff, and yeah. it was right there. But it, it kind of seemed like to me he, instead of focusing on the game, and yeah, like he, that was his big, he's like, he's, oh, breaking news, Kendall leaves the yeah, side. Yeah, exactly. I was it, like, it, it, don't make a big deal. It's like more of a headline thing. I mean, yeah. You don't need to do that. Yeah. I mean, let the kid, I mean, the kids had a hard enough last four weeks as it is. I mean, I, I didn't much care for that. But we finished 5-7. and seven. We finished seventh in the league. And like you mentioned earlier, we could very easily be seven and five. Yeah. So, a uh, lot to be encouraged about. And then today, actually, the the Big Twelve awards or first team, mm-hmm. second team awards were announced. McKivitz was co-offensive lineman of the year. Yeah, it was funny because many thought that it, he kind of struggled the last few games. Mm-hmm. I thought he did. He did. But you know, somebody made a good point that you know it's good to see him getting recognized. You know, because usually on bad teams, you don't get recognized when you play and. and 
I'm not sure he deserved it this year, but I think his overall career he deserved. He it. did. So I'm glad. I'm glad to see him get recognized. So he's first team. Darius Stills was first team. Josh, deserved. Josh Norwood. Mega pro. Dante Stills and Keith Washington were all second team. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. And I think Tyke Smith made all of them mention. Mm-hmm. So that's that's that, that's not bad. No. Honestly, considering what we had to work with, uh, especially on defense, to see all those guys step up, which. You know, I, I will say from the beginning, of it, I didn't think our defense was going to be as good as it was this year. I, 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 I thought just opposite. I thought our offense would be better than our defense, mm-hmm. and our defense totally surprised me, and our offense surprised me in just the opposite way. We mentioned Darius Steele's, and you mentioned a little bit about him flirting with the NFL. There was a threat on Rivals two days ago, yesterday. I don't post, I mean, I've been on there for 13 years. I don't post very much. I read. His grandma's on there. Uh huh. Darius Stills' grandma, uh, and some guy put something on Because, you know, originally he committed to Rutgers. Yeah. And and his situation, and we, we may have mentioned this a few weeks back, about whether this was going to turn into a scenario where everybody was all excited about Jason Gwaltney, and uh, we got uh, Scooter, Scooter Barry, Barry and, and Scooter, Scooter Barry ended up being better. Right. And everybody was excited about Dante, uh, and we got Darius, and Darius looks pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I put something on her, and I told her, I said, because somebody, she took something a little bit out of context, because mm-hmm. somebody said something about, he went to Rutgers, but we took him so we could get Dante. But it was – she misinterpreted it and then yeah. kind of backtracked afterwards. And I told her, I said, look, I said, in my opinion, your grandson was the MVP of this football team this yeah, year. Yeah, I think so. Because with his production on the defensive line, I think it masked our inconsistency Absolutely. at linebacker and our youth in the secondary. What What was the two games where our defensive line played poorly? Missouri and, and Texas Tech, and look what happened to us. When no, when our defense line didn't play well, we got absolutely demolished. We we should have beat a team that's playing for the Big Twelve title solely because of how our defensive line played. Right in that Baylor game. Exactly, that's exactly right. I mean they they were I mean and they were the MVPs of the year and Darius was the best of the bunch. I think so. Uh, but I don't think there's only there's any doubt. About I think that. he was. I think yeah. he was a, he was the MVP. So I brought up a good uh, question and I I thought about adjusting it for our uh, uh, four questions two assholes, but I'll go ahead and ask you now. What's more likely, uh, Darius Steele's going pro, Sheway going pro after this year, or uh, uh, McKay in their transfer portal? I don't think McKay's going to transfer. I don't. You're saying most likely. Yeah, most likely of those three. Of those three, I would say probably Darius going pro. I think so too. But I don't think he's going pro. Yeah. I, I don't. I think he. I think he's smart to test the waters, but I think he could be. Family seems to mean so much to those kids, and I think the the prospect of him coming back and playing one more year beside his brother. Oh yeah, with how good they could be. Because they'll start together next oh, year. Yeah. And that will be that, one heck of a four to start yeah. off with. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just and I think he could only help because I so I saw some prognostication. They listed the top seventeen defensive linemen. He wasn't listed in there, but yeah. I mean, you don't know how he's going to do at the combine. I mean, he'll. You know, or not the combine, but yeah. he'll do a workout, right? And he'll he'll test the waters, and they'll tell him what he needs to work on. But I I think he'll be back. But if I had to gun to my head pick between those three, I'd say him. I mean, too. just because I'm just based a lot solely on his production this year. Well, and, you know, football's got a lot shorter shelf life than a lot of the sports. I mean, you only got a few years to make your money because an average NFL player, which if you make it to the NFL, is only three years. Yes, yeah, three years. So I mean, it's, it's especially playing a position like he plays, exactly. you're getting beat up constantly, oh, constantly. Constantly. Yeah, so he he was definitely. So uh, I don't I don't blame him for considering it. No, I wouldn't either. No. I wouldn't blame him at all. No. Wouldn't blame him at all. But uh, speaking of football, we had a big big commit Sunday. Yeah, 
Sean Martin from Bluefield. Yeah, yeah. The rumor is you played a big role in that. I did play a big role in that. <laughs> it took him a long time to realize it, and I'm not sure if I didn't commit some sort of recruiting violation. I just told him I like seeing him in Morgantown. And now he's coming to Morgantown. Yeah, well, you just you didn't necessarily be in uniform. Just no. like, hey, next day in Morgantown, we'll hang we, out. I said we'd we love to drinks. have you in Morgantown. You want to go to Speedy's? <laughs> I got you. First quarter pitchers on me, man. We're good. He's 6'5", so when you told him this, you talked to his belly button? He was sitting down. <laughs> he was he sitting, he, no, he was sitting down and was still taller than me. <laughs> I did that. That's a big get, man. That's huge. At, not only because now we got the two best players in the state, which is Zach Frazier and him. I mean, that's that, that says something uh, about this staff and their focus on recruiting, you know, in-state players, especially ones who, who – are talented enough to play Division One. Well, they never they ne- he committed to North Carolina summer, and they never gave up. They never exactly. stopped. Exactly. And even he got a late push from Penn State was on him yeah. pretty hard. And we 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 hit it hard. And 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 I think you're you're starting to see the they're just kind of they're they're watering seeds and yeah exactly. And I think it's well going, look uh, at the two the two biggest players from last year coming out of state were the two offensive linemen right. Darnell Wright and Doug Nestor. It, they ended up starting mm-hmm. at Tennessee and Virginia Tech. How big would help would they have been this year? Been huge. Or even better. How they be both would have next, been starting for us. They would have been helping next year, yeah. particularly. Yeah. We're going to lose our tackles. But. Yeah. So, it's uh, it'll be interesting because uh, Bluefield actually plays uh, – Plays the Bridgeport Indians for the mm. AA title Friday night. Uh, that's right. So I don't know North Virginia versus uh, that little area called Bridgeport. I don't know. If, yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if. Uh, I hope the nutritionists are on their A game this week. <laughs> they're in Bridgeport. They're going to have their hands full with the Beavers. It's a good game. Oh, yeah. Friday yeah, night's yeah, going to be streaming on Metro News. I want to yeah, watch absolutely. it. Absolutely. Martinsburg plays Cabell Midland. I. They scored 77 points again. Did they score under 70 in the playoffs? No. I don't think so. 84, uh, 70, and 77. Holy cow, that's ridiculous. So they're averaging 77 points a game. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. I mean, that's that's triple A, too, man. I mean, that's. And that's where Bridgeport's going to be next year. Yeah, so it's so it old kill. Yeah. That don't make any mm-hmm. sense. Uh, it is what it is. So we'll see. Huh. All right, so that's it for. That's it for football, man. Yeah, so. yeah well, not really. Uh, signing day's the 18th. Well, but I mean, so, as, far as, uh, as far as the season goes. Yeah, I mean, so yeah. what do you give the overall? People talking about it's always great for the year. Uh, we'll get to that later. Oh, okay. All right, sounds we'll good. get to that later. All right, we'll take a break, come back, talk some basketball. Yep. Welcome back to one more, and I'm going home and going to bed. Wanted to talk a little basketball, because it is now officially full-time basketball season. Yep. Yeah, but it's nice because there's a couple games a week usually. This is like this is the longest break we've had in a while. We had a couple big games four last games night. in nine days or something like that. Yep. This seemed like it was a basketball game every other day. But uh, it was all wins. All wins. That's like they were saying in the last nine days we had five games, four, four basketball and, and uh, one uh, football and all victories for WVU. All wins. It's been a good roll. It has been. It's been a real good roll. It's been real good. So we had, uh, had the trip to Cancun, which was successful. Mm-hmm. We started off with uh, Northern Iowa on Tuesday. Which were, uh, the first three quarters of that game were not so successful. They were ugly. It was awful until uh, Deuce McBride took over. I mean, we played terrible. Yeah. I mean, just terrible. And uh, and Deuce just absolutely – he scored 18 points and just completely put him on his back. He said, did. Let's go. Yeah. He basically told him in the in the uh, in the huddle, too. He was like, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good for a freshman. And he did have it, too. Yeah. And that's why I know we really, you don't think McCabe is going to transfer. But, you know, if I'm McCabe, he's a competitor, too. He's going to want to play. 
He want to go to space. You go play only ten minutes a game. So that's how he plays. He basically plays the first five minutes, well, then he's out. The rest we'll, of the time. we'll get into that a little bit because actually Phil Leg and I talked about it because he had his opportunity against Rhode Island. He didn't take advantage. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so I don't. I mean, he's he, missing shots. He, it, it's it, one it's, for fourteen from three. Yeah, and his defense. It, we know his defense is bad. I, and it's not. He doesn't. It's not like he doesn't try. He tries. He just can't. He just can't stay in front of anybody. It, he's got quick hands, but he's usually out of place, and he can't move his feet fast enough. But his, what's killing him is, not only is he missing shots when he's open, but he's taking bad shots. He's coming off curls and taking seventeen footers early in the shot clock. If you're going to do that, then I don't know what. I don't know if he's pressing or he's trying to to keep himself in the game by doing that. But that's just the reason to get you pulled out quickly. Yeah, he's got to figure it out. But yeah. but the rest of the guys figured it out. Because mm-hmm. they found. I mean, it was an ugly game. And we trailed most of the entire – actually, I think we trailed the whole game. I think we trailed the whole game. And we might have been up early. And then we came back here in the second half, and then Deuce hit a couple shots, and we had a couple stops. And, I mean, it was 61-56, to 56, which wasn't pretty. I think we were favored by five and a half. But uh, that's the kind of game you lose last year. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. i tell you what, he made – from what I understand, uh, there, was a, there was a scout. There was like four or five NBA scouts at the Cancun thing. And then when Tony Cooney said it, when he got back to – uh, West Virginia, they went to Rhode Island. One of the scouts who was at Cancun was at the uh, W game, and he was like asking the WVU stuff, like, what? what's he doing here? He's like, he already saw him play twice. He's like, apparently they're in, the staff told him like, he, they're interested in uh, not only Sheboy, of course, mm-hmm. but Culver mm-hmm. intrigues them, Haley intrigues them, Matthews intrigues them, and now Deuce McBride intrigues them. Hey, I will <laughs> say this. I've heard it said – in order to win a national title, you have to have three pros on your team. Yeah. I'm just saying. Well, and, well, they say that we might not have I'm not three. saying that's going to happen this year. We, might, we probably only have one NBA player. Maybe two. But we have four or five guys that are going to make money professionally. I don't know, man. I think Matthews has a shot. I don't think Haley does. He does, but the problem is with Matthews is there's a lot of Matthews in the NBA. Well, there's a reason. <laughs> well, well, what I'm saying though, he's got a lot, he's got a lot of competition in his spot. But I mean, there's not a lot of cheap ways to he, get 20 points. And 20 well, points. that was that was actually the thing they were talking about that could be a detriment to him is because his position is going away. That's that's true. Um, but I, I just I think that and Culver just I don't know, man. He I mean we get in, we got the Wichita State game yep. once. So we might as well get into that. But um, they jumped out two nothing. We just put we put the clamp down, and I mean we came out and played ball. That might be one of the best defensive games we played in a long time. I thought we were they shot stifling. they shot thirty one percent from the field. We out rebounded them forty eight to thirty one. Seventeen we had seventeen offensive rebounds. Yeah, Culver had seven points, fifteen rebounds. Sheboy had nineteen points, eighteen rebounds. And Greg Marshall said after the game, he said they're just bigger and badder. Yeah. And we are. We didn't show against Rhode Island, but we are. When we come out and we play, everybody, I think it was three guys for the game. We're not. A, we don't have one great individual defender. Not, not one person is a lockdown person. I thought Tad Sherman might be, but he's not. I thought Deuce McBride. Deuce might has be. potential, but but he, Deuce he also gets, gets on a straight line drive, and he, he gets caught watching the plays, yeah. which, which drives me nuts. Instead of staying with his man, but uh, we have good team defense because we're so long. Yeah, we're long. I mean, we're, we're a bit long the, 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 as any team in the country. And the scary part is, too, we have not put together a complete game yet. Mm. 
I mean, because really, I mean, if you think about, it, I mean, Sherman, which I think Sherman right now is, is undergoing Tracy Shelton complex, where he takes a shot and looks at the bench. Yeah, he, yeah, I think, I think. I was so glad to see that two point jumper against Rhode Island go. Go ahead, he needed, I mean, he, he needed, needed something. That. Yeah, he I mean, needed something. Especially with the way McNeil's been hitting his shots. Yeah. Uh, of course, he didn't play as much against Rhode Island, but. Uh, which makes sense to me. I, I don't understand, and this is what gets me. I know, I know, Huggins, and Huggins doesn't do the substitution. It's usually Larry Harrison or one of the assistant coaches, and then Hugs overrides them sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how Sherman and Harler come in before McNeil. Doesn't make any sense to me. I doesn't make and, and, and that happened. I think that was in Cancun. It might have been in this game. That was in Rhode Island for sure. I know for a fact. Well, Harler didn't play in the first half against Rhode Island, but he came in in the second half. But yeah, you're right. I think it was. So it was one game I we watched. But had, but I, I'm with yeah. you. I was like, why in the hell? What have you seen? That tells you that Harler should come in or Sherman yeah. before McNeil. Nothing, because I thought McNeil would be a terrible defender. He's got. He's not good. great, but he's not bad either. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's not. He's not McCabe, you know, just going to let people go by him. No. He and he's not hard. He's and, better than Harler. And he's relatively physical. Yeah. And he can handle the ball surprisingly well. It's not like he's just standing outside and shooting. Shoot. Exactly. I, he's he a lot that. more complete ball player than I gave him credit for. But he's got a pretty shot. Yeah. Oh, man, that thing is nice. I mean, he's got a pretty it, shot. So it, it stays – his arm, when it goes up, it's completely vertical. Mm-hmm. It is It is really nice for him. He's got good arch on it. It doesn't have the J. Sean Page arch, mm-hmm. but he's got he can yeah. an arch of the yeah. ball. But yeah. that was a good win. I mean, they're 6-0. and mm-hmm. And, I mean, and Greg Marshall said after the game, he said that's probably the first – NCAA tournament team we've played all year. Yeah. Um, you know, but I mean, that's, and we got a tournament title, and you can just tell, watch these kids, the chemistry seems to be better. Yeah, much better. They seem to really love playing for hugs. They love playing for the state. We had a good fan contingency down there. Yeah. I mean, it was good to see. So, you know, getting that win was big. And then, of course, we came back to Morgantown and played Rhode Island, and, and Fats Russell had the game of his life. I mean, we. I mean, they were everybody was bitching about McCabe, and they were like, "Oh, McCabe!" And then they brought Deuce in. Then Deuce couldn't guard him. No, we tried. We threw everybody. They put Haley on him, and Haley could. I mean, he was having one of those games where he just crossed the uh, the half court line, and whatever he threw up was going in. Yeah, man, yeah, he was. Uh, he for a kid his size, he it was really good at creating space for a mm-hmm. shot. He would lean in and then lean back with a little runner. I mean. The kid was just a natural scorer. He He's a natural scorer. He is. I mean, yeah. he, he he was. I mean, he was a beast. Yeah. And in that game, I mean, I, I kind of got a little bit uneasy there when I saw Culver wasn't starting. I thought, oh shit, here we go. Yeah. Um, but then he came in, man, and had had a career Shoot. high. At this point, time, would he be better off him coming off the bench? Well, it's funny. Two of his best games, he came off the bench. Somebody asked Huggins in the post game. They said uh, Culver said he didn't mind coming off the bench, and Huggins said, well, "Good, I'll sit him for the next game." <laughs> we'll see. We'll yeah. see if he I actually starts on the bench. The yeah. Game. But, but he had 25 and 11. Yeah, I mean. If, and then Sheepway, I mean, Sheepway had one point at the half. He ends up with 11 and 9. Yeah, he was clutched on the stretch. Mm-hmm. When, they, when they started making it a game, I thought he gave us a lot of energy. Did you notice Did you notice how we, we shortened the bench in the second half? That's as short as the bench has been all yeah. year. We basically which, played seven guys. Which surprised me because I thought we were a little tired. Yeah. From, from having four games in, in nine days. I thought we were a little tired. So, I thought we'd actually play more people when we went the opposite direction. But, I mean, he pretty much – I mean, he had he had to start – he had McCabe and Haley and Matthews and Culver and Sheepway. Mm-hmm. He brought Gabe and he brought Deuce in. And, really, up until the last possession when we had to put four guards on the floor for free throws mm-hmm. when McNeil and Harler came in, yeah. 
He didn't sub anybody else. That's true. I didn't. Yeah, they didn't really pay the attention to that. Yeah. I mean, I was I was really surprised about that. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, and and Rowd had a bad first half. That well, we all I, I put it on my notes that it looks to me like they were beating us down the court, even when we made a shot. They would beat us down the court for layups. Yeah. Like we were, we were just jogging, and Rout was just terrible. Yeah, he I think he played four minutes the first half, and he didn't play the second no, half. He didn't play. So <laughs> it no, was, he, it was him, Napper, McNeil, Sherman. None of them played in the second half until McNeil and Harler came in with four seconds left when McCabe hit those two free throws, yeah. and that was it. So, I mean, but you know, after an emotional, you know, Cancun tournament win, come back, play Rhode Island, who's a scrappy team. Hell, they beat us last year by 12. Or hey, if you had told me we'd have been 7 of again this year, I'd be giddy. I don't care how it came. And listen to this. Number one in the RPI. I know. You know, we don't, nobody really uses that anymore. But, it, but it, sure. it makes more sense than the damn net, whatever the hell yeah, that is. Yeah, I don't even know how that thing works. But it, what it shows you is that we've beaten quality teams, and it's not like we've had – I don't think anybody's like going to be a, a terrible team this year, like it'll be a 300, you know, yeah. RPI-based team. Mm-mm. We've had, we beat solid teams. Yeah. We haven't beat any great teams. No. We should be ranked. I'm surprised we're, we're not seven ranked. spots out. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. We'll be, we beat St. John's on Saturday, I think we will We be. should be. Yeah. Mean, we, should, we win that one. I mean, they're – I had them down six and two, but they, I think they won last night. They so they're, they're seven and two. But their two losses are to, to Vermont and Arizona State. Yeah. So – I mean, you get that one. I mean, you don't know how young kids are going to react in the world's yeah. most famous arena at noon. And apparently, we can't get in there Friday to shoot around for whatever reasons. What they said on yeah, we can't shoot anyway, so it don't matter. I don't know. I think we. Eh, we well, have, I we think I think we're going to be able to shoot. I just don't right now. We can't shoot. I will tell you this: when we start being able to shoot, we're going to be two guys on the block. What are you going to do? I mean, you, exactly. go, you you want to double Culver or double Shoeway. Well, that's what teams are doing right now. They're trying to throw doubles you at You can't them. leave McNeil over there open. No. And if Sherman starts making shots, McBride's hit a couple threes. I mean, McCabe, we talked about McCabe's shot kind of going Yeah. Away. I mean, but, I mean, what do you do? I yeah. mean, once it all kind of starts clicking in, and we're young. I mean, let's face it. Our four best players are two freshmen and two sophomores. Right. That's exactly right. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, I think, that's what I think. If this team holds together, next year's going to be something special. But this could be this team's gonna be good this year. There's gonna yeah. be a lot there's gonna be a hard out in the NCAA tournament. I agree. So I agree. I'm with you, man. Fun times ahead for basketball. So well can I say one thing though that bothers me that, that really brings me concern? What is, really grinds your gears? Is that this the 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 last game against uh um, Rhode Island is the first time we played against two really good guards. Even though Dalton Downton didn't have a very good game, and it showed that we can't guard guards. And that's what that's what scares me yep. is that we I think I think our three and fours are going to handle anybody's three and fours that they got. But if, if a team has good guards, Ohio State, we're gonna be in trouble. We're gonna to have to get better. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, I, th- I think it just shows us that right now we we don't guard guards very well. By the way, man, speaking of Rhode Island, did you notice how unbelievably irritatingly short that one guy's shorts were? <laughs> some of his brother. I said, why that some bitch is wearing nut huggers? <laughs> I said, hey, what is this, 1956? <laughs> Jeez. And then he got a technical, and I said, he should get two technicals. One for running his mouth, and, and one, one for having his shorts up to his goddamn neck. <laughs> what was that line in, uh, in, oh, shit, what's that movie? Uh, what the kids in high school, they go, they go out and buy an alcohol. I'm going to draw a blank on that. Super bad. Super bad. He's like, you go, looks like a division side. Yeah. <laughs> there's not enough, <laughs> he said, there's not enough pants where there should be. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's exactly right. I had to bring that up. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Because it took a while getting out of my head. <laughs> and now, thank God, it's back in my head. <laughs> All right, so uh, we got championship weekend this weekend. Mm-hmm. I wrote this down. Oklahoma plays Baylor. Lines nine. Ohio State, Wisconsin. I'm surprised it's that high. Ohio State, Wisconsin, 16. LSU, Georgia, 7.5. Oregon, Utah, 6.5. Clemson, UVA, 29. That, that, an unranked team is going to go to the Orange Bowl out of the ACC. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It's either, it's either UVA, Virginia Tech, or Wake Forest. Yeah, are going to go to the Orange Bowl. Let me ask you this question. Because Reese, I, was, I, I never, I don't, don't watch the college ranking thing anymore. But I watched it last night. And they were talking about how, and I do agree with the fact that if Ohio State or LSU lose, they're both still in. They're both still in. He said if Clemson loses to Virginia, they're still in. No way. I don't agree with that. No way. They, they, I don't know if they played, have they played anybody ranked this year? They, when, when they played Texas A&M, they were 12, but they've lost five games this year. Yeah. I mean, they, their, their schedule is awful. It's terrible. And so now I'm not saying they're not a good team. Me neither. But I don't think if they lose to Virginia, they deserve to be. But here. even if you do the eye test and watch them, I've watched a couple games. They don't look that impressive. No, they, 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 years they, past. They played better the last four or five weeks. But well, again, who they playing? Exactly. Competition hasn't been very who good. Who playing? So yeah, I, I'm. I don't think so. I right. think if they lose a, as a 29 point favorites, they're out. I think they should. They're be gone. Out. They're absolutely gone. And I don't think there's. Because let's say let's say Oklahoma wins. Let's say Oklahoma and Utah win and Clemson loses. Yeah. So whose loss is worse? Them losing uh, to uh, um, Virginia, who's a twenty-nine point underdog, or uh, Oklahoma lost Oklahoma to, to a to an eight and four Kansas State team. But Oklahoma would have better wins. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, yeah, Utah, who, Utah, Utah wins. who's Utah lose to? They lost to USC. USC, which had a winning record, didn't they? Eight and four. Eight and four. I mean. So are you telling me that that a, a UVA team is going to supplant them? No. I don't think so. Oh man, yeah, yeah I, I saw I saw him say that. I mean, I I get the Ohio State LSU. I mean, that they've been the two best teams all year. I think body of work, but no, I don't. I, I don't I, somebody else brought that the Ohio State has better wins than LSU. I don't and, think Ohio State has better wins than LSU. Uh, well, the because the rankings now it's those rankings are so midwestern biased. It yeah. drives me nuts. Penn State is not the eight. Is the 18th in the country or something like that? Or, or Wisconsin's 8, something like that. Neither one of those teams should be that high. Mm-hmm. Neither one of them should be that high. It's a joke. No. And, they, and yeah, Alabama's 12 now, but Alabama, when they when LSU played Alabama, they had two as a starting quarterback, and it was at Alabama. So <laughs> that's right. a whole different ballgame. Yep. The Ohio State's win. No, don't get me wrong. I actually think Ohio State's the best team in the country. I do, too. I think the, I think the most Offense complete team. Yeah, yeah, most complete I do, too. Country. I agree. I agree with that. So it'll be interesting. We'll see mm-hmm. what happens. All right, you want to take a break and hit the hit the home stretch? Let's do it. Welcome back to one morning. I'm going home and going to bed. Now we're down to four questions and two assholes. And there's somebody who's not an asshole. And that's Jaina. Hi, Jaina. Well, she can be sometimes. No, she's a sweetheart. <laughs> she's in there doing her homework like a good girl. She's broadening her horizons, aren't you, Jay? What size is that sweatshirt? Like triple that's, X. That's mine. Good gracious. She loves it, man. She has a bar. She wears it like every other day. She loves it, don't you? I'm not saying it's a bad sweatshirt. It's just, it's like a blanket. I don't match. <laughs> See? Uh, she matches. There you go. Yeah. All right. It's like Isaac. He wants everything under armor for Christmas. Does he really? Oh, man, it's ridiculous. <laughs> you want to do sports? Uh, you want to go yep. first or want me to? You go ahead. All right. So I, you kind of got an idea of what my question is uh-huh. going to be. So football season's over. Yep. 
I want you to give me a grade on offense, defense, and special teams. Okay. Let's see. Let me start off with my overall grade. I'm going to uh, add a little extra. I think it's a B-plus for the year. Okay. Uh, I thought, you know, you, I predict us to go 5-7, and seven, but I thought overall our team exceeded my expectations on how well the played was at the end. Uh, we were in a lot more games than I thought we'd be in. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the opposite of what I thought we would be. Um, offense, that's that's probably like a C minus. That's exactly what I had. Yeah, I, I uh, there's potential there. I love the. I actually like a lot of the play calling. There was a couple times I questioned the plays, but you know we we are really working with chicken shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you didn't you didn't see market improvement. Right. I think we definitely upgraded at the quarterback position, but we still had the same offensive line. We still couldn't run the ball. We were inconsistent with dropping passes. That that I think that bothered me more than anything else. I think the quarterback play was was fairly even, but don't tell don't ask Phil Leg that question. <laughs> he said a stoned drunk could play better than Kendall. That's what he told me last night. I don't know about that. If you look at the stats, they're very similar. But nah, I think Daggy's. I think, oh, I think he's a starter for sure. But but I think the the the. What concerned me the most was how bad the offense played. By the way, did you know that Burn had played the last two games with a dislocated shoulder? Well, it looked like his brain was dislocated. Well, apparently, uh, McCullough, like he had surgery after the year was over. And uh, McCullough's last two games would snap it back into place in the sidelines. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's how bad we are behind him? Exactly. <laughs> Great. So he played the last two games with a dislocated shoulder. Mm. So... <laughs> But so about C minus. That's what I. And it was it was more. I thought the per, I thought the actually, the coaching was good. I thought the 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 performance was bad. Drop passes, interior line blocking was just abysmal, mm-hmm. and we never got better at that. No, we, didn't. we still drop passes at the end of the year. That's what bothered me. And I, and I think, I think position. I mean, it's easy to say our weakest position coach was Matt Moore, but I don't think he had a lot to work with. I don't either. <clears throat> I think Xavier Die, has got some work to do. The receivers coach. Mm-hmm. Because I think we've got some talented receivers. I do. But and I think with George Campbell coming in, he made plays. That Sean Ryan was, but he even Sean Ryan was a little bit inconsistent. Yeah. Sam James can show you he could at times be the best. But he on dropped field. way he, too many passes. Way too many passes. Too I many. Mean, and critical passes yeah. too. Yeah, a lot of we we had a lot of plays for him at third downs up, and and those were critical drops. Yep, I agree. Just absolutely critical drops. That's exactly. I got I have C minus written down right there. Yep. yep. I, don't, I try not to look at the other ones. Uh, defense, I, I mean, how are you not giving an A? I gave, I, him, a, I gave him a B plus. I give. I have to go an A, man, because I they far exceeded my expectations. I thought they'd be average at best, but outside of the uh, of the Texas Tech game, I think we gave up twenty one points in that first quarter of the Texas Tech game. Yep. The other four games in the year of our last five, we didn't give up more than twenty points. No, they played great at the end of the year. Uh, yeah, I mean we, and that's uh, that, that's that's saying something. Mm-hmm. When a whole year, when teams have a whole year where the film to scout you, and you still only give up twenty points a game, outside of that one Texas Tech game, I think I think I would give our defense an A. Yeah, um, a B plus. Yeah. So special teams. Compared to comparatively, oh, I gave it an A minus. Yeah, it's an A. <laughs> if you if you compare it to years now, I, I might give it a B because I thought our field goal unit wasn't very good. But part of that might have been due to Staley being hurt. Yeah, but he Maybe. was he was struggling at the beginning of the year when he wasn't hurt. But our punt return team was or punt coverage team. Right. I mean, there was like eight oh, games in a row they didn't have a yard returning. 
And this this is the first time where I wasn't worried about when other teams punted. No. I mean, last year we did a good job of catching punts, but like I was still nervous. This year, they didn't come across my mind. And our punter was great. Our punter was fantastic. He got actually votes. He he had to get an honorable mention uh, for the Big 12. uh, Special teams uh, player of the year. Yeah, but but he got votes for the special teams player of the year. Yeah, he was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. He, he might actually want us yeah. <laughs> in the game. So. so we're close. That's what I said, C minus, B plus, A minus. Yeah. That's what I got. That sounds all right. Yeah. All right. You ready for me to uh, – Oh, uh, we got to we – we got, we got ready, uh, ready, ready for me to uh, piss Phil Leg off? Oh, boy. So, you trust the client, right? Yeah. You you absolutely trust the client. Uh, and so, you agree – if you think Coach is making the right decisions of what we're doing and who he's playing and – uh, there's been there's been some things I've questioned here and there, but overall, overall? I think we're headed in the right direction. So, if Kendall comes back and it's open competition, and Neil Brown says Kendall's a starter, you okay with that? Based on what I saw this year, mm-hmm. no. But you go so you gonna say you gonna go against Neil Brown? No, if I'm, I'm gonna say chooses, I, no, I'm gonna say if if that I respect his decision, right. that don't mean I gotta like it. Here's here's what I pulled up. And uh, so I, I did this. I know today. what I saw. I, exactly. Well, let, let me, that's, uh, the point I'm going to make, it's, it's going to be a long point. Points per game under Kendall, 20.4. And that included we played Oklahoma and Baylor in that stretch, Iowa State, Texas. Uh, Do- Dogie, our points per game, 19.5. Okay. Uh, passing yards per game, uh, Kendall, 221. Dogie, 233. Yards per game, uh, Kendall, 340. Dogie, 298. Completion percentage, Kendall 61, uh, Dogie 66. Rating, uh, Dogie 137 and uh, uh, Kendall 122. Here's where I think it separates the two. I think, here, here's my point in the whole thing. I think it, there's no way Kendall could be the starter next year, even though stats say that he's very equal to Dogie. Because the perception, just like you have, is that everybody will say, that's a mistake. It is a mistake. So why would Kendall come back? He's probably not going to come back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's there's no reason to come back yeah. because even well, if, and the other thing too, you got to look at all right, those. That's good, all those yeah. stats. But Kendall played nine games. Deggy played three. Right. So you got a much smaller sample. Much smaller size. sample size. I so, agree with that. I mean, you, but but now the perception is so bad that there is no way there could be an open competition because even if you trust Neil Brown to make the right decision, even if he tells everybody Kendall's a better quarterback. Nobody's going to believe that. Kendall's got no chance. As soon as he makes a mistake, everybody's going to call for him to stop. That's why I don't think there's any chance that Kendall would be the starter next year. Yeah, then, I don't, why, I don't think then why does he come back? I don't think – well, I mean, that's up exactly. to him. Exactly, yeah. Unless, uh, he, unless he just wants to – I think he would be a great person to have as a backup. Yeah, I think so too. Because, I mean, he seems like a good kid, but, yeah. I mean, he had chance after chance after chance. He played behind the same terrible offensive line Go ahead. that Deggy played behind. And granted, he did play. He did play against Oakland. We weren't gonna win the Oklahoma game. No. We weren't gonna win the Missouri game. No, I don't think we're gonna win either one of those games. But I firmly believe if if Deggie was playing quarterback against Baylor, I think we'd have won that game. And I think we'd have won the. Texas. I don't know. I, you know, I thought that too until the last game. Why is that? Because Deggie threw three interceptions in the last game too. Oh, mean he won't throw those many interceptions against Baylor. Well, Kendall threw four against Texas. Yeah, I'm I mean, just saying. Uh, but I mean, if you look at their body of work, well, here's here's where. Here's where it starts to get separation. I went through yards per completion, they're about the same. Yards per attempt, they're about the same. Here's where the difference is. 
in in uh, TDs, Kendall had 12 TDs in 304 attempts. That's one every 25 attempts. Dogie had seven TDs in 120 attempts. That's one every 17. Interceptions. Kendall had 10 in 304 attempts. That's one every 30 passes. Dougie had three in 120 attempts, one every 40. Dougie throws more touchdowns and less interceptions. That's the reason why he's The other thing, too, is, and we talked about this middle of the year, if you looked at the passes Kendall threw, at one point in time he completed 80 passes. I think 60 of them were either at or behind the line of scrimmage. Exactly. They weren't that, letting him throw that, the ball. Dude. The stats will show you that, that Kendall It's kind of like basketball plus minus, I think, is bullshit. Because you can oh, yeah. be on the floor with two guys. Oh, I complained about you the other day because Harler, Harler was on the court. Yes. We made a run, and Harler did, did nothing to help the run. Yeah. But he got that's the whole that plus minus. Thing, yeah. And that's why, that's why everybody pointed out these stats. The reason why I brought this up, there was an argument on Twitter about it. And so I, so I actually dug up the statistics myself mm-hmm. to, to see, and I wanted to find out. And here's what I got out of these. If you look at the overall stats, yeah, they're very similar. Mm-hmm. But when it came to big plays, mm-hmm. Deggy made more of them of the good ones and less of the bad ones. Right. And that's why he's the star. Right. Yeah. I agree with that. All right. Good research. Thanks, man. That's good. Yeah. I'm impressed. I appreciate it. All right. Non-sports. You want to go first or you want to take Sure. If you got a good one, because mine's okay. Uh, I mean, you probably have a good idea what mine has to deal with. Not really. Christmas lights. Oh, oh, then I'll do Monday. Okay. Um, so I also got some snow yesterday, which yeah. was nice. Yeah. Uh, no, it was Monday. It was Monday. School was canceled, and uh, um, kids were outside and they were making snowmen. I remember thinking about my good times. What's your best sleigh riding or snowman story? I've told this one already. Yeah, on this one, on this podcast, it was about twenty-five episodes ago. All right. It was when we built a ramp out of Brandon Keebler over here in Jones. <laughs> <Field. laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yeah, my boy passed out. <laughs> they were like, Keeb's in the way. I was like, put some snow on him. That's right, I we'll, forgot. We'll I jump in. We've covered this subject before. I got nothing better now. Because I, I think I told a story about me going down the hill and jumping up and uh, flattened against the uh, the Nate when I was in college. Maybe you did. Yeah, we were going down the hill. I, we were on this, this long uh, uh, sleigh, and I decided to lean back. And I went down the hill and... There's ruts at the bottom, and I hit those ruts and jumped. And my my sled went vertical, and the back of the sled smashed the mailbox from the neighboring apartment. <laughs> and then, and then, then the rope got caught, so I was hanging upside down. <laughs> like something out of a cartoon. <laughs> they were like, "You okay?" I was like, "I'm alive. I'm good. I'm good. How you doing?" Well, I started that whole. That's when it was like my junior year. We got tons of snow, mm-hmm. so we we're like, "Let's go outside and sleigh ride." So. Right next to where I lived on Dallas, there was a there was these you know we lived on that top of the hill, and there was like a little apartment complex kind of over to the side, so we were trying to make a path going down. So I was taking the sleigh, you know, and making a path, you know, taking on, making a path, just kind of smashing down the snow. I went pushed down, and there was I had come to the end of apparently what was a roof of a garage I did oh. not know, and just went. Right <laughs> real estate. And I was like, oh, we got to jump. <laughs> We're at the end of our rope. <laughs> oh, that was a good time. Needless to say, there was quite a bit of alcohol involved in I that. I have no doubt about that. <laughs> I also remember when I was in high school, we had one of those snow days, and we took Mark Mooney's um, uh, Spanish Fly. His yeah. his truck he had. We called it the Spanish Fly. Spanish Fly is like an aphrodisiac. Mm-hmm. Well, we called it Spanish Fly because if you open its wings, if you open its doors for wings, 
It still wouldn't fly. The nice. thing was terrible. <laughs> but we went to, Todd Short got on a sled, and we tied a rope to the back of that truck, and we went down right here, right in front of your street, right here at Country Club Road or Summerlee Road, and he went sleigh riding, holding on to the back. Was <laughs> he Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah, standing like? up. <laughs> I'll never forget that. It was great. Oh, That's funny. Do you, you have any big snow day? I know you got a big snowball fights in college. I remember when we... No, I mean, my snowball fights were... I mean, I was here. I mean, I was home every weekend. You didn't have any snowball fights in college? Oh, man, I remember my freshman year when we had a big snow... Uh, it, when I was doing the Borman South, and Borman South and people on the mountain layer got into a snowball fight, and they broke out every window. Matt Chips broke out a window with a bottle of piss. <laughs> but that's a story for another that, day. That is a story for another day. <laughs> All right, we're going to tell yours then. Well, no, I, I was just going to. You you commented on the, the garland I had laying on the. Yeah, yeah there's like a runway of garland in there. Yeah, I got. There's a Santa's workshop in there is, <laughs> is busy. So, what's your uh, most memorable or lengthy. Putting up Christmas lights story. Most remember, I remember one time almost falling. I was trying to put the lights up on the house and alerted the ladder slid. Mm-hmm. So I held on. <laughs> Clark Griswold? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Lucky I was on the short side of the house. You know, the, the, I've been if, there. If you, go to my, <laughs> if, you go to my, if you go to the house, the right side is only like eight feet off the ground. Eh, it might be 10 feet off the ground. And then the, the left side is about 14 feet. So I look. I was on this side, so I didn't have far to fall. Yeah. But <laughs> that was that was like the most dangerous. Uh, I didn't even get a hold on. I just kind of like let go. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I was coming off the roof. Otherwise, I can't really think of a, a harrowing light tail at all. This week, I've been very frustrated because I got two stretch stretches of four foot area that won't light, I can and I can't to figure that. out I can why. To that. And we talked about last week. Well, we'll just buy a new. We'll just buy a new light instead of. I've already got them up. They're already up. <laughs> I'm not taking them down. I did that. I what's up. I did that. So here's the deal. Now, that, now my life's look like a, like a person with two missing teeth. Yeah. <laughs> That's what my house looks like right now. So I had it all planned out. I was going to put, I got 427,000 icicle lights back here. Good God have mercy. And You are Clark Rizzo. But I've got gutter guards. Yeah. So you can't put yeah the hooks on you there. can't put the hooks on uh-huh. it. so I was, you staple them like a uh, no, Griswold. No. <laughs> so I got actually I reassessed the situation before you came over here yeah. and I got up on the ladder and I looked and I said there's no way I can pull this off because uh-huh. there's a, there's screens on the gutter guard yeah. that you can't you can't get the the clamps down over yeah. to where you could it's just it's not yeah, logistically not possible right. so I had to reevaluate my situation uh-huh. so I said okay here's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna run garland around this window this window. So I told Jane, I said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to put these, put the lights up. So I got all my stuff out of the shed. I start plugging stuff in. I said, here, plug this in. Let me know if it works. Nope. 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 I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I start juggling. I mean, like, she's like, well, half of this strand worked. I was like, we're going to Walmart. <laughs> I'm going to Walmart. And I, swear, I, I thought you were going to say that the outlet wasn't working. No, <laughs> the outlet was working. Let's go to Walmart. And I get, I had it all figured out schematically how I was going to do it. I'm, a, I got 50 lights on each one of the pillars. There's four pillars out here. Mm-hmm. 100 to go around this window. 100 to go around that window. And then I, it's driving me crazy not having lights on those two far windows. So I'm gonna get that thing care. Yeah. So I got to Walmart, buy all these lights. Come back here. I said, Jana, plug goes in. She plugs them in. 100 work good. Okay, put them up. We're good. 
Plugging these 100. Okay, yep, we're good. No problem. I was going to plug a 50 set into the 100 to go around this window right yeah. here. She's like, Dad, these are a little bit different shade. So she plugged the 100 in, plugged the 50, and they're different. Uh -huh. I looked at the box. One's yellow, one's clear. The 100 was warm. <laughs> and the 50 was cool. I said, are you fucking... Only me. Only me. <laughs> no, man. I did that. Only me that I happened. did that. I bought, I bought uh, lights last year. I sang lights, you know, for the house, two years ago. And I didn't realize when I got home that one of them was not the same shade, no. even though they both said clear as the other one. Yeah, I mean... The, so the, now the they hang on my inside. The, 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 the base is green. Right. Because I have garland up. Right. I want the green to you know blend in. Mm -hmm. That's what. So I said, I'm going back to Walmart. She's like, Dad, it's it's eight o'clock. I was like, No, we're finishing this shit tonight. <laughs> I said, We're on. This is not a mission. This is a quest. <laughs> so I go back to Walmart and I got all five bags of those fifty uh, cool whatever LED yeah. lights. Lay them on the counter. She's like, uh, Is there anything wrong with the lights? I said, No. I said, But apparently I bought the cool and I needed the lukewarm <laughs> that you guys don't have. She was like, okay, do you want to just get a store credit? Or I said, yeah, just whatever you got to do. So I go back over in the light section. I'm looking. One stand down, one shelf down, there was 50 warm sets. <laughs> so I called Jane. I said, Jane, you're not going to believe this shit. She's like, Dad, I'm studying. I was like, I know, but I'm really excited. <laughs> I got some light. So my ass was out here till 1030 last night. Good God, man. Yeah. <laughs> not as long as it was on Horizon. Because when we first bought the house on Horizon, I wanted to put icicle lights all the way across the, the front uh -huh. A-frames. Uh -huh. But there was nothing, there was no nails. So Garrett helped me. So we had to go up and nail yeah. nine hours. Oh, that'd be Nine that. hours. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I, I was pretty happy. Like, I did most of our, we did most of our uh, decoration, decorating the Friday after, on Black Friday. I had never done that. Usually it's the weekend after, but never on Black Friday. No. We got we got most of it up and out. So. She asked me. She said, "She said, I know you because I like I like putting just the white lights around." Yeah. She said, "I'm gonna put colored lights in the trees." And I said, I'm "Not <laughs> big on that, but you know what? You're here. I want you to be a part of this. Yeah. If that's what you want to do, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go to town. So she's <laughs> so she's she's on that. I was happy last night. I put up my debut tree. You know, I got my own little debut tree I've had since. Shoot, probably college. Yeah, yeah it's got it's another bit. It's all different decorations. Nice. You got yellow lights, yeah. Nice. Can't get wrong with that. No, no, never. Can't get wrong with that. Never. Speaking of you, we're gonna beat St. John's. We didn't make a prediction for the game. Uh, it's gonna be tough, man. But yeah, I think we will. Hey, I try to watch a couple St. John's games, but man, it was so boring. I just turned it off. Yeah, we'll win. So I really don't know much about them, but I think I think we'll win. I think we'll be undefeated going into the Ohio State game. I, and that's I was going to bring that up. If we if we now. win this weekend, they play we North will, Carolina tonight. We will be undefeated going in. They play North Carolina. Well, I'll, I'll have to watch that game. Yeah. But if we win tonight, we will be undefeated mm -hmm. going into that game, and that's going to be a nationally televised game. Yep. And we're going to get our asses beat. No, <laughs> we can't go. No, we're good. <laughs> we got four weeks. We got three weeks to figure it out. We're good. You figure it out. I'll figure it out. <laughs> All right. What else? I think that's it. All right. One more and I'm going home. One more and I'm going home. Going to bed. <laughs>